my goal in 2017 is to see how long I can go without shaving. This is the most facial hair I think I've had. Facial hair and head hair. Like, this is the most hair I've had on my head, I think, in probably 20 years. Yeah, I haven't had a meetup for almost sure two months. I know. I'm debating what I'm going to do here. I'm debating if I'm sticking with this look, which my family seems to enjoy just because it's so unusual, or if I'm going to just go back to everybody expects me to look like... <laughs> If, if it makes you feel any better, our expectations are very low. You're listening to the PHP Ugly Podcast, episode 43, recorded Thursday, December 29th, 2016. In this episode of PHP Ugly, Tom and Eric will talk about the power of I Don't Know, Laravel Dusk, Symphony Live returns to San Francisco, and much more. So let's get started. Yay! I don't have any. I don't have any sound effects. I know that would have been nice if we had thought about that ahead of time. Little or if you'd let me know what we were counting for. I don't know. Hi, Thomas. Happy New Year, everybody. Hi, Eric. Yeah, it will be the New Year by the time this comes out. We're still in 2016. We got a couple days to go. You know, I've I moved my mic here, and I feel like I'm bumping it a lot and it's bugging me and i think i'm going to have to move it again but i'm sure that won't make any sound how was your week are you guys and uh we talked about being half speed last week are you guys still kind of in half speed mode this week oh yeah those of us who who bothered to show up yeah seems like everyone's taken off the most of the week yeah i uh, took some time off well not really time off but i traveled up out to arizona this week and spend a couple days with the parent parental units out there it was good nice yeah my sister's out there her kid came out with her husband so we had a little bit of a family gathering it was nice yeah i uh i sent my kids off to see their biological dad so i've been sleeping a lot enjoying the <laughs> peace and quiet in my house nice. are, are you working i've been working on are you working at all or are you totally off no no i'm working yeah uh i've been working on a uh 5.2 to 5.3 laravel migration well how's that which, going ooh, Doggy. The I.O. driver that we used is not supported in 5. So I've been working on getting that fixed up and working and issuing pull requests and figuring out how to point my local composer towards my GitHub repo so that I can pull my version for the time being. And it's been taxing. 5.3's been out for a while. They don't have updated composer packages for Iron.io. I mean, that's not some small shop. No, you know, the, the Iron.io package that they include is PHP only. It doesn't tie into the Laravel ecosystem natively. So Laravel Collective has taken over the IOQ package, and it looks like it might be abandoned. People are trying to figure out why no one is responding. We successfully, for the first time, used that Laravel Shift product I was telling you about. Yeah. Had a meeting with the project developers today. Actually had our first dedicated, pretty much half a day, deep dive code review. We have some developers working on a huge project that with everything that's been going on, I've had difficulty staying involved with and, and being active with the development on this project. So we decided to take a day and do some real code review. It's probably the first time we've done like this formal sort of code review. We're always kind of spot checking each other and we do review of pull requests on projects, but 
we have never really sat down and said, okay, let's look at the project as a whole again and take a look at all the code and ask some questions and see where things are. And man, I gotta tell you, it was so beneficial. I mean, I think everybody, everybody just got a ton out of it. I know as kind of somebody who's been not as in touch with the underlying code as I'd like to be, I really got up to speed on where things were, the direction the code had gone, feel real comfortable with that. I think a lot of that was luck than anything else because it could have very easily had been completely off the rails and this would have just been a rude awakening. But fortunately, we have good people working on the project. So it was uh, right on target. Found a couple of uh, small things, found a couple of design decisions that we kind of talked through, going to make some changes, going to refactor some code. But I think the developers working on it and myself and John, you know, kind of being on the outside looking in on the code, just walked away from the practice with feeling like there was a lot, lot gained out of it. So worth worth the time spent then. Definitely. We need to make that a regular process on all our projects. It seems so counterproductive because you basically shut down for half a day and just talk about all this code and kind of go through it. And it seems overwhelming. There are tools out there. I mean, my little cheat is I, I'll sit there and run things through a PHP mess detector and PHP code sniffer, which are these uh, PHP code analytics tools that you can run. And it generates just a massive amount of um, data on mostly formatting issues and it'll catch variables that it doesn't see being defined but you can filter through it pretty quickly if you know what know what you're looking for and um, so I kind of do that as my starting point and I, I I look for a little red flags in there and say okay let, let's take a deeper dive into this section here but it was good I tell you it was I, I'm, I'm so happy we have the people working on the project that we have working on it because they're just doing a dynamite job yeah. Have you ever been well, you know, part of a, like a, an official code review? No. I highly recommend it. I've done it as part of an interview task to give you a sample of code and have them ask you, well, tell me about this code. Tell me what you know mm. and that kind of thing. But I haven't done the whole team effort thing. Yeah, it was super enlightening and worked out really well. I, I strongly recommend doing that. Um, we're going to try to make it more of a practice. I mean, we, we pride ourselves with our little Diego dev group of having this hive mentality where everybody's kind of always working on all the projects all the time. And to an extent we do that, but to get like really deep into the code again in having, so the one thing we're talking about is maybe once a day, one day a month, having the entire group. So all the consultants and all the projects go through all the code bases where everybody can kind of review everybody else's projects and just kind of have open conversations about direction, decisions, uh, any, any issues, you know, they see coming up and, and just general knowledge sharing because we got so much out of it. And it was just John and I working with the developers who, you know how it is. You get so close to code that you become blinded a little bit to it because you're, you're yeah. right up against it. So just John and I just kind of doing this recursive walk through on the code we found a bunch of things and had a bunch of conversations i think you know that that would even get more productive as we got the whole team involved but yeah you know, that's a lot of effort too so we need to think through it a little bit on that but i think that's going to be one of our goals if nothing else to do these code reviews of all these projects um 
Yeah, super beneficial. Highly recommend it. Well, I don't know if you remember last week, but I, I mentioned something called Laravel Dusk. Mm-hmm. you recall that? I don't recall you mentioning it, but I do recall... Oh, yeah. We talked about... I forgot. We didn't know what it was at the time, right? Yeah. This is while I was doing all of my testing, working with Selenium, getting all these headaches and... That's uh, exactly what I was about yeah. to say. More importantly, you were talking about the, the challenges you were having trying to do some testing. See, I guess I'm not the only one because right while I was in the middle of all this testing nightmare, the purpose of Laravel Dusk is announced. And it is an easy way of testing Laravel and all of the JavaScript components that now get reinforced with Laravel. So basically, Selenium, but without the Selenium part, it uses the uh, the browser kit, the Chrome driver. That's the one. Chrome driver and Facebook PHP web driver. So it, it accesses the browser directly, does all of the tests like Selenium does, but it can do a lot more, such as check when a page is finished loading, or check that an AJAX request has completed or fired, or all of those things. So it really looks like it's going to be what I was looking for in the first place, and I've completely halted all my work on my acceptance testing. <laughs> yeah, I, it's funny. After we recorded our podcast, I think a couple of days later, the Laravel podcast came out, and Taylor Otwell was on there talking about Dusk and what playing, it was. Playing favorites. And, uh, of course, he goes to the official channels to make announcements. He goes to his podcast with all his official, yeah, bastard. I, I don't see how we're supposed to compete with that. didn't call him a bastard. I'm going to be talking with him in next week. Did you know that? <laughs> I did. Yeah, and he also is the primary source of all of our income. Yes, this is in- true. And having written, but uh, I, he could but just I, blacklist Southern I heard, California from Laravel. I heard him talking about uh, Laravel Dusk and specifically the ability for the test to wait for JavaScript to render. And I'm like, oh man, this is exactly what Thomas was complaining about on the show last night. It was like perfect yeah. timing. It's as if he was somehow listening to me and just said, oh, you know, I have a thing I've been working on. I, I can assure you so, he, he's not listening to you. He absolutely no, doesn't care about you. I've asked him. I have never abandoned a ticket as quickly as I did that acceptance testing ticket when I got this news. <laughs> this, this burned is on its way to the trash can. Laravel fashion too. It's like you're working through like the next like oh Laravel's great. It does all this thing, all these things except for this one thing, and I'm I've almost got a workflow worked out to to address this. And then the next release is like oh boom oh yeah yeah we do this now. It's like well damn it now. My question is to you, why is this not a package for Laravel? You know, I really don't know. Because this is a feature of 5.4. This is not a standalone thing for Laravel. Right. Yeah, I I really don't know. I mean, the only thing I can think of is it's just a matter of backporting it. I, I know in the past when Taylor has come up with, like when he came up with some of the uh, middleware in 5.3, it's not like it was a lot of effort to backport it to five two. It's just something he wasn't willing to do. He was, you know, he he had already kind of moved on, so he was moving forward. So it's probably not going to be something too difficult to backport, but because it's five 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 is when he said he's going to require PHP seven. So it's not even it wouldn't even be the requirement of PHP, right? So yeah, I right. Just, and five five is still a ways off. 
yeah, probably uh, probably July. I just anticipate it's it's just a matter of he's working on Fight Four, and that's you know that's the next kind of bundle he's coming out with. So he's just not not backported it. It wouldn't surprise me if somebody yeah. else backports it after it's released, or if it gets backported to the to the slim Laravel framework. Lumen. Yeah. Yeah. So I've given up on acceptance testing, and I'm anxiously awaiting acceptance testing. <laughs> Welcome to the Laravel ecosystem. So I said I, I'm I'm talking with Taylor Otwell. I, I might also make that official announcement. We're going to be uh, interviewing him on Lara Chat uh, next Thursday. Yeah. Now you have a lot going on with Lara Chat. I've seen Lara Chat in the news. Lately. Did you see that? How cool is that, huh? I love it. Uh, a whole site redesign. Yeah, those guys. I had nothing to do with that. I basically they they sent me a link said hey. We're thinking of redoing the site. This is what it looks like. And I'm like, yeah, that looks cool. That was pretty much my involvement with the whole thing. But yeah, those guys, man, I tell you what, there's just some smart people over there. And they are tearing it up right now. Uh, a lot of exciting things happening for them in 2017. Unfortunately, uh, it sounds like I'm I'm going to be involved with uh, with some of it. And I'm pretty excited. Uh, unfortunately? I said fortunately. There was a fortunate leader. Yeah, so th- I noticed Diego Dev is uh, Diego Dev is up there as a sponsor for Lara Chat now. So we are, man. That. You've got a sharp eye. I wasn't even going to call that out. Yes, we are. That that's kind of a fluke thing, to be honest with you. I, I appreciate the fact that they they threw our logo on the site. I, I'm actually pretty honored by it, to be honest with you. But it was a matter of I, I don't know if you recall. I'm sure you do. A few weeks back, I decided to rip all their stuff to audio versions and get them up on iTunes. And I had done all that, but for iTunes, you need an RSS system. And for PHP Ugly, we you can do your own, which is kind of a pain. For PHP Ugly, we use SoundCloud, which it works, it works out pretty well, but it's not exactly cheap. And I, fa- I found an alternative we decided to use for LaraChat, and so I just said, you know, Lair Chat, I mean, it's just a community forum, right? There's no, they, they're not raising funds. Nobody donates to them. They're talking sure. about maybe trying to do some sponsorships or something so that moving forward, they, because there are going to be several costs associated with this Lair Chat community that, you know, everybody's kind of paying for out of their own pocket. So I just said, hey, we'll pay for the hosting of the RSS feed for Lair Chat's audio version. Don't worry about it. You know, we'll we'll pick it up. So we went ahead and did that for them. And they're like, well, let you know, we'll put make Diego Dev a sponsor of Lara Chat. I'm like, oh, yeah, that was pretty easy. <laughs> now you're saying you're not involved with the site redesign here, but the sign up for the Slack channel says, "Hello, my name is Batman. You can email me at Batman at Wayne Enterprises." That was always there. That seems that <laughs> seems like your hand. That was always. I swear to God, that was always there. That was. It's always said Batman. It's always it said Batman. It wasn't you, the <laughs> Batman super fan. <laughs> not everybody knows. See, you you've ruined my secret identity. You know, my my fan fandom. As a nerd, I think it was given away long ago. Yeah, where do you see the books? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, that's always been there. Yeah, I I, I tell you, I have not touched a line of code on that site. I, I'm working on a couple of things. I have access to the repo, but I haven't touched the line of code of the of the live site. That was that was all Sean and Matt. Those are the two guys that did that. Uh, that code base, man. They did a fantastic wow, it's, job. It's looking great, so congratulations, guys. Yeah, definitely. And and um, 
like we said, coming up in uh, next week, they're doing, we're doing, I guess I, I should start using the term. We are doing an interview, not so much an interview. We're trying to keep it still a round table like we've always been, but we're trying to make sure we bring in kind of special guests and community leaders. I've been reaching out to a lot of the Laravel user group organizers to see if they want to participate. So if you're an organizer of a Laravel user group, send me a message on Twitter at Shokum, and we'll talk about getting you on the Chat podcast. But we have Taylor Otwell is going to be on, Jeffrey Way, Eric Burns, Adam Wathen. We, we said all of this. Oh, the guy for Laravel Shift. Uh, is also going to be on as well. So oh, nice. We don't want to make it a straight up, this is an interview with Taylor Otwell podcast. There'll be like a 10 or 15 minute segment of doing the interview skit with them. But ideally, it's gonna, it'll continue to be the round table. Just, you know, he'll, he'll participate in whatever the topic is. Hopefully there's more news by that point in time because, man, it's been, uh, it's been slow this week. It's like everybody's on vacation or something. Yeah, I know. No one's doing anything. I know. I did. A, we talked about PHP Tech last week, and I think the call Absolutely. for papers will be up tomorrow. I think the call for papers ended on December 30th, and we're recording on the 29th. So hopefully get, get those in. But I I decided to go ahead and, and get my PHP Tech conference ticket as well since I had my... Wow, you're just on a spending spree. Yeah. I, you know, I stand behind the fact that if you go to one php conference php tech is probably the conference to go to for me personally laricon is my conference of choice and i feel that even if you're not in the laravel community it's still a good general php conference to go to but if what you do is php development especially if you're involved with another framework or something uh, php tech does seem like um, that one conference that you really want to attend so John kind of yeah. John kind of talked me into it. I'm excited about PHP Tech. I wish I could uh, do it this year, but I'm waiting until I can fit in an economy seat on an airplane again. Is that your goal? That's my goal. You know, you laugh. I'm sitting there thinking, okay, I've got like five months to lose about fifty pounds. I need to I need oh, to work God, on that. It's the worst. I know. I that that flight to Louisiana for Laracon in 2013, or I'm sorry, 2014. God, was a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, and I got, oh. I've got the width and the length as well. So I mean, even when I get skinny, it's these things are still very uncomfortable for me because I'm a six four, six, six four, six five ish uh, guy. Yeah. So at least the wife's happy. She's yeah, she's happy. Why? You've got everything that. So the symphony conference is coming up. <laughs> Did I totally miss something there? What? Yes. No. <laughs> the symphony conference is returning to San Francisco. Because they left their heart in San Francisco. They figured they'd come back, try to find it. Yeah, that seems like exciting news. I, I'm i not really dialed into the symphony world, so uh, I don't know the significance of that. I do remember last year they were supposed to be in Chicago, and I, I don't know what happened. Something came up, and they ended up canceling that symphony live uh, in Chicago last year. Uh, I'm not sure if it was a lack of interest, which I find would find very hard to believe for symphony. Yeah, that would surprise me. I assume something happened, maybe with the venue or something. I, I have absolutely no idea. But whatever the case may be, they're actually coming back uh, this year to San Francisco. Now, the, the Symphony Live is their conference, but they're all around the world. I know 
Paris is a big one for them. I think Symphony is actually over in Paris or in France, maybe. I want to say they're over there somewhere, but I know they're over in Paris and they have a couple around the world, but the, the one here in the U.S. is going to be in San Francisco in October. Yeah, that actually looks like a good one. I want to get into the Symphony stuff a little bit more. I think if you know, if I hadn't gone down the path of Laravel, I, I feel like I would be more into Symphony because I was leaning that way. Cake PHP hadn't really done anything in a while. That was the framework I had kind of attached myself before. I was looking more and more into Symphony. Zen was just over my head. I couldn't get my head around Zen. I started looking more and more into Symphony. Uh, had a couple of uh, friends who were Symphony developers who were part of the PHP user group. It was kind of the path I felt myself being drawn towards. And then Laravel popped on my radar and... The rest is pretty much history. Speaking of uh, Zend, frameworks, starting over. Speaking of Symphony, I remember when I chose Laravel over Symphony and Zend. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I remember, you know, looking at the books for everything, trying to make the decision. This is in the four days, the Laravel four days. And something interesting came out today that sort of validates my choice of Laravel over Zend framework and Symphony. What's that? You know who Cal Evans is? I, I'm familiar with Cal Evans, yes. He's the uh, technical manager at Zend Technologies, and he was recently quoted in an article saying, Laravel stands above all others with the tooling and ecosystem built around it to help developers just get things done. Yep, yeah. That's... Right now, Cal Evans, the technical manager at Zend, is a big fan of Laravel. I think that really makes the right, makes it makes me feel like I made the right decision. yeah. Yeah, but you also got to keep in mind, Zen's target audience is a lot different than the Laravel tar target audience, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Zen is very corporate structured, enterprise solution, sort of. Not that Laravel doesn't work there, but Zen makes money, and that's where they make their money. And, uh, yeah, and they're very strict about their LTS stuff, and they're very, very... Right. Semver on everything. And, but yeah, I mean, it's always know. good to hear that. That and, and Cal Evans, I mean, it doesn't matter who the guy works for. The guy's going to tell you how, how it is. I mean, if if the company he's working for creates a crap product, he'll be the first one to tell you it's crap product. Now, he'll he'll do it in a very encouraging way, but he's, he's a straight talker. I'm big fan of Cal Evans. I mean, he's done so much for the PHP community in recent years. Yeah, he's a good guy. And like I said, if, if you want the straight story go to cal he'll he'll let you know so that article was about php trends for 2017 and seeing as we're at the end of the year here i thought you and i could discuss what we see happening in php in 2017 okay lay it on me what are your predictions? Well, I've I've got some straight up statistics here. I can tell you Laravel 5.4 is coming out in January and Laravel 5.5, .5, which is the next LTS release since 5.1 is going to be coming out in July. Right. Aside from that, I'm expecting to see PHP 7 really dominate the market. I think you're going to see five the five branches just really wither on the vine. The performance gains that we're getting out of PHP every iteration now it's just undeniable. It, you're losing money by staying on an older version. So I've heard some interesting conversations. Let's let's talk about this. Talk through this a little bit. Go on. We've spoken a lot about PHP potentially getting a just-in-time compiler, right? A JIT compiler. Sure, sure. It seems like they're very close to making that happen. And if it does happen, it's going to happen in 2017. I've heard a lot of conversation 
ranging from, and this is from people I respect from end to end, uh, ranging from the JIT compiler is not going to be impactful as everybody thinks it's going to be. Yes, it has some, what appears to be some good numbers to begin with, but in real world use cases, those numbers aren't as significant and probably not really worth the effort it's going to take and it's not going to have as big of an impact. I kind of agree with that from a web perspective because PHP itself has gotten so fast, servers have gotten so fast, I can see where, where they're coming from there. I think it was on three devs and maybe another podcast I listened to. And guys are super smart. You know they're good because they were they were on that list last week of good podcasts to vote for that we didn't make. You, you remember that list? Yeah. So yeah, they, they only have good podcasts on that. list. Yeah. So you know these guys know what they're talking about as opposed to us. But the um, one of the, I, I forget which host brought it up, but one of the hosts on the show brought up the thought that the where the JIT compiler is going to shine for PHP is if you think about expanding PHP out of the realm of just web development and maybe having it like on embedded devices and things like that, that's where this JIT compiler could really start to shine, where you don't need to have an entire web server, application server, and all this installed. You just have your JIT compiler, your PHP script, and boom, and you're off and running on Internet of Things and all these other different solutions outside of web that you would typically kind of associate PHP with. Thoughts, opinions? Well, by my understanding, a lot of the latency that's currently in PHP comes from the request response cycle. So basically bootstrapping every time a page is called. And I believe that JIT is the first step into mitigating that stack that everyone in PHP is used to, where we have the request, we instantiate it, we don't worry about garbage collection a whole lot, we don't worry about persistence or synchronous failures. I think with the JIT compiler, we're also going to see frameworks that take advantage of the JIT compiler much more strongly. The fact it's going to be, or it's it's currently specced as PHP 8, might be a little deceiving. Between 5 and 7, there wasn't a whole lot of backwards compatibility breaking, but I believe PHP 8, if it is a JIT compiler, will be pretty backwards compatible breaking. You'll see a lot of thread safety stuff come up that people just hadn't worried about before in PHP. And once that stuff gets handled, once there are frameworks that know how to manage it, you'll see some very, very fast frameworks, but it's not going to be until people are prepared to, to take that leap. My concern is that it could fracture the PHP ecosystem. Done incorrectly, it could create some serious problems. So it's going to really be up to the PHP internals group to decide how they want to go about doing this. And if the performance really isn't there, then it might just be abandoned by the PHP group for the sake of maintaining a unified front. I don't think it would... I, I don't know if I agree with you there as far as it, it may get abandoned. I don't think it would... I'm curious if it's going to be part of an official release of PHP or if it's just going to become some sort of add-on or... I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I, I think it's going to happen just because it's one of those things that so much work's been put into it that it's going to probably get released in some form. Just not sure I, I see how much impact it's going to have or if it's going to really have a whole lot of impact. Yeah, I, th I think the HHVM uh, is going to be dead. I'm not sure who's working on it now. 
what it's being done now, but I know that uh, Laravel 5.3 no longer supports HHVM. Uh, HHVM is no longer a real blow out of the water as far as performance compared to 7.1. Right. Yeah, I think the release of uh, PHP 7, you know, really kind of put the brakes on a lot of the HHVM talk that people were, you know, thinking about moving over to HHVM. I'm sure it still has a niche market and probably still having some development done done with it. But I, I, I feel like the overwhelming desire to move to something like HHVM was kind of squashed a lot with PHP 7. Yeah, I think when the benchmarks came out showing a, you know, less than 1% difference, then people sort of said, well, why would I bother? Yeah. What else? I don't know that there's going to be a whole lot. I think, you know, what we saw with the FIG in 2016, we're going to see resolutions to. A lot of the conflict around that group sort of hasn't gotten resolved at this point, and PHP community is going to need to figure out where it's focusing its attention towards standards and things like that. I know that there are a number of different standards groups that are popping up sort of in the wake of the FIG group doing whatever it's doing now, but I think... It'd be nice to have a a good standards group come up and say, here's how things are going to move through to 2017, and here's a five-year plan for PHP. I think we still need some sort of overwhelming standards committee that everybody agrees to, but that's the problem with those things in general. Not everybody's going to agree to them, and eventually they break down. I think uh, Michael 2017 is to see how long I can go without shaving. This is the most facial hair I think I've had. Facial hair and head hair. Like, this is the most hair I've had on my head, I think, in probably 20 years. Yeah, I haven't had a meetup for almost two months now. I'm not sure what to do with it. I know. I'm, I'm debating what I'm going to do here. I'm debating if I'm sticking with this look, which my family seems to enjoy, just because it's so unusual, or if I'm going to just go back to what everybody expects me to look like. <laughs> If, if it makes you feel any better, our expectations are very low. <laughs> oh, it's always good to know that I have you that uh, support me in my, my decisions. Hey, I'm here for you every Thursday. Every Thursday from 10.30 to 11.30, but not a moment yep. after. <laughs> I think we're going to see a functional framework. Functional framework. I think... Right now, one of the big buzzwords in the PHP community is functional programming, uh, stuff like Golang. Say, it's not just a PHP community thing. It's it's a coding coding thing, right? Everybody's talking about functional programming. Yeah. I, now you didn't and seem security, like you were, man. You didn't seem like you were a fan of functional programming. Yeah, I just I don't necessarily follow the logic. Okay, so you're still not really a fan of it. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't have a reason to be a fan. I don't have I don't I don't consider how I code to be a way of coding it's just a collection of all the things i've learned throughout how i do things you know i there are times where i see examples of functional programming and i say yeah i'm already doing that where i should be doing that yeah and then where i should where i shouldn't be i'm using event calls and objects and everything else yeah there, there's inheritance there's or, some conversation going on about where functional programming fits in the php landscape i'm going to be interested to see where that lands but you bring up good good uh scenario i i think you're right i think you will see a framework released that is heavy on functional programming for php 
So yeah, that's that's my guess for 2017. I don't see a whole lot of stuff. I mean, you know, like I said, with PHP 7.1, I think PHP is finished. I mean, complete. It's the things that were missing from seven, as far as strict typing, are resolved. So the next place to go is performance and flexibility. You know, with the JIT compiler, we'll see how quickly it happens. Uh, it, it could be real fast, or it could take all the way to PHP 10. You just like throwing numbers out there. You've you thrown out PHP eight, PHP ten now. I have yet to hear hear about any of these versions except from you. You're like uh, you're like, I'm I'm, you're I'm like bleeding a, edge. You're a man. You're like from the future. It's like you know PHP eight is going to happen. It's I I promise you, if I was from the future, my predictions for PHP twenty seventeen would be much more specific. <laughs> I'd be flexing my future knowledge right now. Okay. What are we doing? We're moving. We're moving cards around. What happened? Yep. What happened to the other cards? You I, know, I'd, I just tried moving a card. Where'd it go? Oh, it went way over here. What happened there? The power of I don't know. You know, that's a longer conversation. Oh, did you just move that over to? Uh, if we yeah, moved? I did. Oh, okay. My bad. I was trying to move that one. I must have been trying to move it when you moved it. And okay, sorry about that. I'll, I'll cut all this out. <laughs> <laughs> and slow it down. Dude, what was up with that? Welcome to PHP. Hi, if if it sounded like Eric was a little tipsy in the last podcast, you should have heard the first cut because it got slowed down by about a half an octave. <laughs> and boy, did he sound wrong! We are we've been having the weirdest problems with our editor lately, and I'm not sure what it is. I'm not afraid to talk about it because we pay the guy to do the work, so. You know, but it it was like, and it's all it's been great so far. It has, except for the last two shows. The previous show, I didn't even share the previous show with you because it was so bad. I'm like, you I got can't, chipmunked on it. I'm like, I can't even post this. Well, it was like all this. <gasps> I mean, oh right, the Darth Vader. I'm a heavy mouth breather, and I know this, and I take actions to help reduce it. But in post, even when I was doing the post myself. I had tricks I would do to, to remove my heavy breathing. You as well, you're through our entire podcast, you vape and you're constantly like, sucking a, your like a beast. Yeah. You're, you're like in this haze of fog constantly. But again, you kind of consciously turn away from the mic when you do it. The mic still picks it up a little bit, but you know, it's easy to kind of filter out. And the previous episode 41 came out. And it was horrible. It was like the worst I've ever heard. And I, I didn't even share it with Thomas. I just sent it back to the editor. I'm like, I can't release this. Redo I it. really wouldn't have listened anyways. I just would have agreed with you. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. Weird. I had actually already queued up because, again, with the work I was doing at Larachat, I've already created all these Audacity formulas now that I send the recording through that does a bunch of cleanup for me with without me having to go through and and edit it, you know, second by second, like like I had been doing when I was a newbie and a chump. So I, I had the scripts. I'm like, I'm gonna throw this through the Laravel uh, Lair Chat scripts I have and release it. So I, I started doing that, and you still have to tack on the intros, the outros, the music. So I was kind of working on that. But at the same time, I sent it back to the editor, and to the editor's, you know, defense or, or praise or whatever. 
He sent it right back. He apologized. He's like, hey, I don't know how you got that version. Here's the correct version. So he kind of gave me the impression maybe the wrong version was sent to me, and I could totally see that. Honest mistake. First time we ever had a problem with any of our shows from the guy. Uh, typically does a fantastic job. Goes above and beyond. So I'm like, that's that was unusual, but whatever. Episode 42 comes in, and it was like the weirdest thing. I'm listening to it. I'm like, what the hell? Do I sound like that? It's like my my stream <laughs> was like dialed back, and I was talking really slow. Now it's entirely possible that that is what you sounded like, and he's just he just didn't know what to make with it. <laughs> well. We keep the original. So I go back to the original. I'm listening to it. I'm like, no, no, that's not what I sound like. So I was sure that something had gone wrong. This time I sent it back to him. Again, when I send shows back to him, he probably gets them returned to me within like an hour or two. And But this time it was without anything it was just he returned he goes try this one and I'm like try dude what happened to the last one you know, at least the last time you made me feel a little better like maybe it was a mistake this time you're just kind of like whatever dude <laughs> get time, on my back i think this time it might have just been you and he's just trying to trying to make you sound good and can't well yeah that's just he, <laughs> he should have given up on that a, a long time ago that's uh, that's, that's a consistent problem yeah that's that's not going to happen. I told you, we went in, um, speaking of sounds that come out of my body, we went to visit oh, family Oh, Lord, where is this going? Fall, fall they heard long. you all the way from here? This is a safe place. Trust me on this one. We go to Arizona, and the house is pretty full, and so we're staying in a hotel and love my family, and I'm sure they love me, uh, but... I sit there and you know, we're all in one hotel room. It's myself, my wife, my two daughters, who are adults now. They're 18 years old. And <laughs> all of them have brought earplugs because we're all sleeping in the <laughs> same room. <laughs> so that's just life for them, I guess. It's like, I don't even think about it. It's like, why do you guys have earplugs? You're, you know, who's going to bother you while you're sleeping? It's like, oh. it took dad a little while to put it together, but I figured it out. At least they're polite. I snore. Yeah, didn't they didn't rub your face in it? Honest, that's just going to be a battle. They're not going to win because I'm not changing. <laughs> I'd love to. Uh, My wife knows to just push me over and I'll stop snoring. <laughs> I, don't, I think my wife's given up on trying to trying to stop me from snoring. So, so yeah. You know what I don't have this week? What's that? Doom and gloom. Maybe that is the doom and gloom. If there is no doom and gloom. It's 2016. 2016 is over. 2016. The, the year as a whole was doom and gloom. I like the yeah. Pretty much the year that would not. Princess give Leia up. died. That's doom and gloom. That's geek. Everyone died. Everyone. It's getting ridiculous. Did you hear Princess Leia's mother died planning her funeral? Yeah. Did you hear that? How bizarre is yeah. that? Oh, man. Prince died. Yeah. David Bowie. Yeah. 2016 sucked. Yeah. yeah. No, this this whole year has been awful. I am i don't want to end it on doom and gloom. It's, you're a good so guy. So I'm not going to. So we, I, we got one my, more. My only issue is talk here. everyone's a little too friendly with the fact that the year has sucked. <laughs> everyone's just saying, oh, yeah, yeah. 2016 was awful. Well, I think yeah, 2017's coming. I think everybody's it's gonna bracing. be pretty bad. Yeah, I think everybody's bracing for 2017. Yeah, it's not looking great. <laughs> so you put server serversforhackers.com on here. What? There's no article or anything. No article. Nah. This is you know I, we're huge fans of uh, Laracasts here, and serversforhackers.com is essentially the same thing, but it is server administration for people who aren't into server administration. So, namely, developers. If you're running a small shop, 
something Laravel focused. You know, I mean, Laravel really plugs itself as the microservice framework. One of the big things that Taylor brings up at the keynotes. But if you're running your own microservice, then there's probably a lot about your server that you don't know. Things that you really should know. And this is a big collection of free videos, well presented on how to secure your server, back up your server, uh, improve performance on your server, firewall your server, you know, lots of really important things. I highly recommend everyone drop in and check it out. Yeah. So it's this is actually fantastic. this is actually done by uh, Chris. I can't pronounce this last name. It's F I Fideloper. Fido. Fideo. Fide. How did you say it? Fideloper. F F I D A O. Fide. Fideloper. Fide. Fide. Where are you in the L at, Loper? Where in the P? The, the copyright. You're just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, just says Phi Developer LLC. He uh, his name's Phi Developer now. He actually spoke at Laracon this year, 2016. Laracon US 2016. So yeah, this guy is big in the PHP community, Laravel community, all about yeah exactly what you said, server administration for maybe people who aren't operations people. Yeah, so you stumbled across the site, or is this something you you'd known about for a while? Uh, this is something that was going around on our Slack channel. For a while oh was it um oh, it, our yeah, it did it yeah popped up from frank oh shoot man i totally missed that conversation frank our most dedicated listener yeah i'm sure he's listening as we speak maybe not frank are you out there no, we have to check no there's nobody Call listening <laughs> frank slack us what did frank say about this 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 site i missed this where's this at well Frank and Marcus actually said that they both came there for the same thing, that there's a Docker series on the site that gets you up and running with PHP and Docker, and that's where they started. They they hit it, got some Docker information, and right. then, boom, decided you know, I did a to whole go through this whole thing. I did a PHP talk on Docker and PHP and getting up and running. Glad that didn't stick, but this did. Fantastic, guys. Thanks for the support. I do believe you mentioned this in your talk and said they should check it out if they wanted more information. I might have, but still it would have been nice to... So... Nobody cares. I don't think you getting credit for this website is part of their uh, license. <sighs> <laughs> This is why I don't submit paper talks anymore. Nobody listens to me. This is why I've had to go and do podcasts, because nobody listens to me. Nobody what? I'm not sure why uh, Why Laird Chat asked me to be on their podcast. Nobody listens. What? No, you need to fill air. Yeah, that's it. All right. Where are we at? So, 2016's over. God. We are almost at one year of PHP Ugly and... Boy, it's been an ugly year. Do you think this is our fault? Wow, you know, we Do you are, think 2016 we, is our we're, fault? What, nine, nine episodes away from doing a complete year of PHP Ugly. I think that's it for me. Yeah. Man. I think we do a year and we're done. We just drop the mic and walk away. There's only eight more until I move. We could cut it right at 51 episodes of a, a PHP Ugly Dozen. There you go. And then just make it like Firefly. Make the fans demand us to come back to do the 52nd episode. Yes. That's what we'll do. See one episodes in a movie? Yeah. Yeah. PHP Ugly the movie? Make those people with OCD just go nuts. Like there's 51. Just need one more episode and you'd have 52. Why don't you guys just do the 52nd one? Terrible idea. All right. Well, Eric. Thomas. You have a safe and happy new year. You too, my friend. Are you, any plans? I plan on not leaving my house as I do every I'm with you on that New one. Year's. I'm with you on that one. Boy, New Year's parties are dumb. All right, brother. Well, this has been a great show. Episode 53, 54. Where are we at? 
43. 43. 43. Wow. That's 52 is a full year. Yes. Where did you go? What? I just lost you for a second there. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you get I'm... for drinking day-old coffee. <laughs> it has the opposite effect. It just slows you out. Episode 43 of PHP Ugly is in the book. I'm Eric Van Johnson. I'm Tom Rideout. Keep it ugly. Keep it ugly. Thanks for listening to this episode of PHP Ugly, and a special thanks to our sponsor, the Diego Dev Group. If you are looking for developers who care about the code they create, the communities they build, and the solutions they implement, then you want to reach out to the Diego Dev Group. You can find the Diego Dev Group at www.diegodev.com. Links and show notes from this episode of PHP Ugly can be found at www.phpugly.com. You can follow our hosts on Twitter. You can also follow PHP Ugly on Twitter at PHP Ugly. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Play Podcast, or SoundCloud. If you like what you hear, then please leave us a rating on iTunes. Until next week, keep it ugly.